This is Serena and Tim. What's up, sexy? Hey, Serena and Tim. How are you? Good. How are you? Doing well. Good. It sounds like you've kind of had a busy day with moving and everything. Yeah, life's been a little crazy lately, man. Like, I I, I, I think I'm going to tell Tim about my roommate situation. It's kind of wild. So, I, like, I went out to uh, Colorado for my birthday. I was gone for, like, almost three weeks. All day. That's pretty much gone all September. And it was just him at the house because our other roommate, like, he, he went to residence and just picked his shit up and left. <laughs> he was, like, kicked out. Whoa. But I got back to the apartment, dude, and, like, it was fucking destroyed, bro. And, like, we cleaned up. Like, we left the fucking house spotless before I left. So, like, this is, like, like the last straw of, like, many incidents going wrong, too. Like, I'm not just ambitious. Like, oh, my roommate was messy. You know what I mean? Like, you're just, right. you're just kind of way too much, man. Like, it's, like I needed you know, my mental health before having cheap rent. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, man. I definitely understand that. Well, we are already recording, so if you want me to end up cutting that part out, I totally can. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's whatever. It okay. Uh, I, I appreciate you guys like, taking the time out and, like, having me on, man. It's really fucking awesome. Yeah, absolutely. I am obsessed with your artwork. Like the second Tim showed me your stuff, I was just like, what the fuck? I've never seen anything like it. Dude. So, so thank you, guys. I appreciate John, shout out Tim, too, for being fucking literally like number one supporter, bro. I appreciate you. Oh, dude. Fucking- so just so people have like some context here, during the pandemic, during the panty, I got... I didn't like buy any of the NFTs, but I started following them because they made my feed on Twitter look beautiful. Right. And I started retweeting Juan stuff because I was just like, I've never fucking seen anything like this. Like his stuff is like 3D, but watercolor at the same time. Like that shit, it was like some of the best artwork I've ever seen. And then he happened to message, he messaged me just being like, hey, thanks for sharing my stuff. And I was like, let's fucking work, bro. (laughs) Really though? Yeah, hell yeah. All love, baby. Uh, and I, I'm going to give a quick shout-out to uh, Heretism, because, like, he's kind of, like, one of the bigger influences that I've, I kind of, like, started the whole cartoony looks and whatnot. Like, his, like, tune shaders are fucking awesome, but, yeah, it's a quick little plug-in for the, yeah, dude. the homie. I love that. <laughs> I was actually going to ask you, and no pressure if you don't feel like it, but since you're an artist and this is like a podcast that people are listening to, I thought it would be cool if you wanted to design the artwork cover for your episode. Um, that way people yeah, can no, see it. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. You can that'd do, um, you can do literally whatever you want for it. I can send you the logo for sad girl hours. So if you want to pull from that, you can, but you don't have to, I just need people to see the work that you do because like once I start playing shows and stuff, like you're the person that I want to do my visuals like so bad. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So let me know whenever that is too, dude. I always I'm always like commissions are always open. Like I always love working with new artists. I always love working with people. Like it's, it's pretty much why I got into this shit, man. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, I absolutely love that. So, well, and that's one thing I love about you too is just like how open you are to like collab with people. Hell yeah, hell yeah, dude! Always, bro. Always, always, dude. Like that's, I mean, that's really like what moves this industry forward. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, yeah. money definitely costs for sure, but I think you know, there's you got to be thinking about the opportunities that you take. Uh, in my opinion, but I think you know, being open and kind of embracing opportunities whenever they present themselves is also important. You know what I mean? Making those connections and just kind of networking with people that way also yeah. helps a ton. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and like when it comes to like shows specifically, I feel like the end, the part of the industry that really doesn't have the spotlight on it as much as it should is the artists that create all of those visuals and do all of those things. And, um, so I think it's really important to kind of pay homage to those people because our shows would not be nearly as cool as they are if we didn't have that visual aspect to them at all. Oh, dude, like even when I was posting up guillotine, I made sure like cartoon advisories getting yep. tagged. When I posted on my personal page, one got tagged because like yep. I want people to know I'm not just fucking doing this shit by no. myself. My yeah. brain, like I've got a pretty big fucking brain, but like <laughs> <laughs> not that not big. that big. Nope. Well, and it makes me like, cause I'm not creative in that way. So like how, like, I just want to understand how your brain works for you to be able to create this type of artwork. Like kind of like, where did your inspiration for all of that come from? Um, I mean, I always try to draw like inspiration from like where, like just my regular life, you know what I mean? It's kind of like what I'm, what I'm going through. Sometimes I'll get like kind of poetic and I'll be able to like, uh, I guess like, put messages into my pieces that represent something else that's going on in my life. Yeah. Um, but other times, like the, like the last three pieces that I did, um, all came, like all, like the muses were all kind of like, I don't want to say relationships because it wasn't really, I guess like a relationship there, but uh, like the, like the last like couple of tricks that have came and gone to the thing. Not that like, that is like something I want to, uh, broadcast out into the world or right. anything, but just uh taking you know a place of you know taking my emotions pretty much and and, and using that to draw out ideas has helped a lot um Absolutely. i'll also just sit down and like sketch out things and just kind of sit online and, and look at you know other people's projects and just kind of see what they're doing and that um, will usually bring about ideas. And, and I mean, I, I'll, I'll say this now for anyone that's like either starting or like struggling or whatever, like sketch, like sketch as much as you can, even if it looks like shit, like yeah. half of the sketches that I do are chicken scratch and they just have to make sense to you. Right. And uh, I mean, as long as you can read it and as long as you can kind of understand it and explain it, um, then you're good to go. But uh, I think like having that disconnect from the physical, you know what I mean? Because working with digital art, you're capable of, of, you know, able to do a lot. You have a lot of capability to work with, you know, sculpting or animation or whatever else. Right. Um, but then, you know, going back to kind of the basics and just having ideas on paper um, is also just a very different workflow and it kind of connects different parts of the brain and different neurons are firing and, there's, and there's, like, a science behind it, too. You know I mean, like, I don't know exactly, but... I can um, see that, though. Just, That's an interesting... Yeah, yeah. Thing. I mean, not, not even just drawing, but, like, sculpting or, like, doodling or fucking around with, like, you know, making mandalas out of paper clips or, you know, whatever whatever gets you out of the computer but still doing something creative where you're 
engaging yourself and and, and you're kind of, you have your brain kind of activated. Yeah. Um, I think it's, you know, it's important. Like I, there's this really famous quote, um, I forget who said it, uh, but it goes a little something like, um, you know, inspiration is for amateurs and the rest of us just get to work. Um, and I'm not, like, I'm not gonna, like, it, it, it sounds a little harsh, you know what I mean? It sounds a little bit like insensitive. Um, I, I totally understand that life happens. Like, I'm, I'm kind of going through some, uh, like creative list right now just because life is so hectic. I'm in between work and I'm in between moving. I'm in between doing this and that. Right. Um, but I mean, you kind of, you know, have to sit down and I don't want to say force it because forcing yep. something doesn't always necessarily work, but definitely way, push yourself. You know, sit down, right. You sit down and engage yourself with something creative. You know what I mean? Whether it's doing some research, whether it's doodling, whether it's making up of ideas, even daydreaming, um, you know, just sitting there and kind of thinking up of, of what your next project is going to be or what it's going to sound like or what it's going to look like, the colors or anything like that um, always helps. Um, I, I think we can always kind of keep ourselves inspired in a weird way. Okay, I'm just now realizing you and I have very similar creative processes, just in different mediums. Yeah, boy. That's dope. <laughs> because, That's like, well, one thing I'll tell people, like, when they're first learning to produce is, like, just, like, work on sound just design. Fuck around, yeah. Even if it's, like, a garbage fucking sound that you're not happy with in that mm-hmm. moment, save it because you, mm-hmm. I guarantee you'll go, like, six months from now and be like, you don't know what oh, it could shit. turn into. That fucking works now. <laughs> yeah. Well, and where my mind is going, which is probably going to be like so alien to you guys, but like makeup, like when you're doing like really elaborate makeup looks with eyeshadow with lots of crazy colors and stuff, mm-hmm. like there's been so many times where I've started doing my shit for a music festival and I'm like, fuck, this looks kind of like, not that great, but I'm just going to power through and finish it. And then the final product, it yeah. kind of all ties together somehow. It's really weird yeah, how that exactly. works. Um, exactly. Our always starts as something so small, which I don't know if you know this, but my dad is a tattoo artist. He's been running a shop for, um, I think we're going on like 15 years. So he's super artistic. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I've kind of. Where even, are you guys based out of? So we're actually in Utah. West okay, Boy, you know, okay, you're, you're about to get back to him. Cool. Yep. Like, whenever I go visit y'all, I'll, I'll, I'll try and, like, book a, an appointment with him, like, beforehand. Because I've been itching to get some new ink, man. But, Word. yeah, my dad had to cut you off. Sorry about that. Oh, no, you're totally fine. Yeah. No, me and Serena have been talking over each other for an hour. <laughs> yeah, we were kind of <laughs> like, we'll just bullshit. And <laughs> if it works out and we're able to call him, cool. So, I'm glad that it ended up working out that way. Because, we, yeah, we kind of just bullshitted the whole first little bit. Um, the, the work that you were talking about, like, and we don't have to get into like the people, but you were talking about, like you pulled from more emotional things. Is that the most recent stuff you have on your Instagram with like the butterfly and the scorpion and all of that? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Totally. That scorpion uh, resonated with me. Because I'm a Scorpio, <laughs> and I'm just like this is no, for, dude, this dude, is for me. It's weird how many Scorpios are in my life actually. Dude. Like <laughs> I, I have like my old hey, was a Scorpio, and one of the homies, uh, Chris Shields, he's Scorpio. Like I love Scorpio. Chris. Chris is the homie. Dude, yeah, 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 dude. Chris is a boy, dude. He's, I, I'm trying to get him to show me some uh, to to go over like some lessons with people and like our things, so just to kind of like step up a little bit. Um, 
But yeah, no, he's a boy, dude. But dude, let me know when your birthday is, and I'll fucking I'll send you a I'll send you one of the prints because the uh, oh, you're the studio. sweetest. I appreciate you. Dude, I appreciate you, my brother. Like I literally just sent Chris one, bro. So like it's, it's literally nothing, bro. Like one of the one of the cats I was working with, uh, in with Nero Studio, he used to work for Freda, oh, okay. uh, doing all the print stuff and kind of their uh, their shipping stuff. So he's kind of like a guru with all that, and he ended up buying one of their presses, if I'm not mistaken. He was either from Freda or from one of those companies, one of the bigger companies out in Orlando, in, Orlando, in Colorado. Um, and now he's kind of like teaming up with us, but he's giving us like super, super solid deals on prints and whatnot. So it's literally like, it's nothing, bro. You know what I mean? Like it's the least that I could do for you, bro. Like you're, oh, you're the you're, fucking man. You're the absolute sweetest. I just We're, want my house. You and I are going to have to have a conversation because like I have ideas for merch for both of us. That'd be sick. Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure, dude. And then what's it called? Um. Oh, I'm, like, I'm, I'm using my train of thought. I'm, like, I'm trying to like watch my dog here, too. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, I'm making sure she doesn't like chew anything up here. Um, my bad. Yeah. No, yeah. Okay, here we go. Yeah, good. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, Serena, let me know when your birthday is, too, dude, and I'll, I'll do the what? thing, honey, because you're in to take a print out and, and we'll, we'll hook it up, dude, for sure, man. I would die. I would die because I just, yeah, I really. <laughs> Um, and I actually, so is there like a story behind the little character that you do, or is that just something that you were like, I like this, so I'm going to keep, keep doing it? Yeah. So like, I, 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 like the little character is kind of like a little, it's just like branding in a weird way. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like that was, uh, when, I, when I first kind of got back into C4D, because it was a little while where, uh, like I had a free license because of school, but then when that free license was over, um, I kind of hopped into touch designer for a while, and I was much around there. But then uh, it was time to kind of hop back into 3D. Uh, so I like I noticed that you know the the kind of bald models, robotic models, whatever, like Dodge 3D models, like those are pretty standard throughout 3D. So I was like, let me look for something that that's a little bit more playful and something a little bit more fun. Right. Um, not that not not that I'm shade, not that I'm hate. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, right. 3D working 3D. Uh, a crazy tool and stuff, but uh, yeah, it's pretty much that. Like I, I, was, I just digged around for dug around for it. I can't even remember how long, but it took me forever to find them. But once I found them, I was like, yes, this is perfect. Uh, and I contacted the artist to make sure that um, it was cool if I used it because the licenses were a little vague about um, you know what I could do with it and whatnot. And right. he said it was totally cool. He didn't mind. He kind of threw it up there for that reason. Um, and then it just, it just kind of stuck, man. Like it's, um, the tree shaded stuff definitely helped, um, you know, kind of set like myself out a little bit, you know what I mean? Like it kind of like helped yeah. me set myself apart from some of the, from some of the OCD cats. But, uh, the little character just kind of like a signature on, on each one without having to, uh, to really put a signature on it. You know what I mean? Cause I, yeah. it's weird that I haven't seen anybody else use it. Um, yeah, you're the only like person I've seen model. doing it. Yeah, that's right. Crazy. But I mean, you know, it's each teacher zone. <laughs> Dude, the little character like is what drew me to you. It's just interesting because <laughs> nobody uses that, and like I'm literally like I just am scrolling through your Instagram as we're talking, just because like you're. I don't know if you remember all of them off the top of your head, but the Nuvo one that like it kind of yeah, reminds so. me of like. 
a butterfly like but not it's just like I can't even stress to the people who are listening to this like how fucking sick his artwork is like you have you have to go look at his stuff because like I if I want my whole house just covered in it <laughs> honestly yeah, like, like I said, man, just let me know whichever print you like and if your birthday already passed like look it up you know what I mean that's, that's totally cool like I'm not like I don't I'm not gonna wait until next year like look it up next year <laughs> yeah I'm about it I'm actually a Pisces so my my birthday is in March so that okay, would be yeah. that would be super cool I want like once I have music out I would really love like for you to like almost make me as like one of those characters like you don't have to put a face but like a customized like little person and visuals for me and my project specifically i think would be so cool to do totally. so i work a lot with, uh, with marvelous designer i haven't really touched it in a while because i haven't even focused on the on the bug pieces or whatever geometric pieces Right. Uh, but we'll, we'll like pick out an outfit that you like, you know what I'm saying, that you wear, like mm-hmm. pick out a couple outfits and we'll kind of throw those on That's so to cool. uh, either one of those characters or one of the other characters or something and we'll figure something dope out for sure. That would be really fun. That's so dope. Just to give you guys an idea of like how scary Juan's brain is, I sent him <laughs> a shitty notes app drawing of like. You showed me that. Yeah. Of, like this is kind of like the idea I'm going for, and, and to go from that it. to the guillotine artwork is insane to me. It blows my mind because he showed me that little piece of shit sketch. <laughs> he was like, "I'm not an artist, so this is what I sent him." And then to see like the final result, like it just intrigues me how like all of that works. Because I look at it and I'm just like, I could not imagine putting something like this together. So did you like? It sounds like you went to school for a little bit for this, or have you just always been into art since you were little? Uh, well, yeah, so it, it, it's weird to looking back. Um, in high school, I took TV production, uh, which was a while back. I graduated back in 2014. Uh, but I, I didn't really do it. I was just kind of hopping around to festival to festival and just going to shows and just kind of fucking around, uh, like, right after high school. Like, I tried to go to community college and dropped out twice. Um, and then Same. I had a weird thing at Halloween, uh, I forget what year it was, but I just kind of like realized that like, you know, people and like, like events don't just pop up out of the ground, right. um, which kind of like led me down, uh, you know, the school rabbit hole. So I'm like, well, I talked to my parents about it and they're like, well, it doesn't, it doesn't sound like a bad idea because you're ready. Like people do put this stuff together, but, uh, you know, like if you want, like we'll, we'll help you out of school and stuff for it. So. Uh, which is a huge blessing, you know what I mean? My parents are yeah. fucking awesome. Shout out, parents. Shout out. Um, <laughs> Thanks, Mom and Dad. Uh, but uh, after, uh, after some research, I found out that uh, Bolso was actually like 20, 25 minutes away from my house. Um, okay. So I took a tour there and whatnot, um, and uh, did a little bit more digging, found out the program that I wanted to get into, which uh, was visual art and design, which kind of, taught you how to work well with 3D programs, but it also has some projection mapping stuff, which is, uh, I mean, ideally, like, that, that's really, like, the next five years is kind of setting myself up for um, creating installs and doing projection mapping stuff for the installs. Like, VJing, is, uh, it's a lot of fun. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not shit on it. Like, I'm not talking shit. Uh, right. I have a lot of fun. I meet a lot of people. Uh, get a lot of cool opportunities. Uh, but, um, 
right after this, or it's like my, like I guess my, my senior year, quote unquote, uh, also, because it's not really like a four year college, but you get a right. bachelor's degree in two years. Okay. Um, so my last couple of months there, I was working with uh, a crew from down south that uh, they do a lot of private parties with a lot of bar mitzvahs and bar mitzvahs and mm-hmm. um, just private events. But they're also plugged in with the Hulaween crew and the Electric Forest crew. Oh, wow. Uh, so I got to go out to Hulaween. 2018, I believe, uh, and we got to like see every single install out there with projectors, and uh, it was a crazy weekend because we were out there for like a week and a half and like two weeks, and it just not stopped running around from the day we got there. Uh, but that just kind of opened my eyes for that. This is like really why um, I want to develop myself to even even ten years down the road to what I want to be doing full time. Um, but I mean, doing. Uh, shows and getting gigs and DJing and stuff is just a good entryway into all that because you make a lot of connections and you kind of meet a lot of people. Um, and I have met a lot of people. I have a lot of friends out in Colorado who uh, do that sort of thing. They DJ, but they make some kind of like art relations and, and projection mapping and stuff. So it's, uh, it's dope being able to kind of see the progress, um, even if it's not always like there immediately. But looking back, you know, two, three years, it's like I'm able to and blessed to be able to say that I'm in a position that I wanted to be back then, you know what I mean, with, with friends kind of all over the place doing 3D shit and doing art shit and being able to reach out to homies that uh, I can talk about weird nerd shit. And I'm not like the most bird, well-versed in computers and stuff. I'm still learning how to like build my own PC and shit like that. Like, I'm, like there's, there's like a, there's weird levels to it, um, but it's definitely uh, growing a lot and definitely learning from it. It's still being able to connect with like people like you, Serena, like you, Tim, like it's it's, it's definitely been a fun run, man. Yeah, definitely. Well, and I even because I haven't looked, um, because I've seen like all of your new stuff and like went back a little bit, but before we started, I went like all the way to the bottom of your Instagram, and it's really crazy to see. Like with what you've posted, where you started compared to the stuff that you're making now, and just like it's cool to be able to see an artist's growth in that way because I think a lot of people are like weary of keeping their old stuff up because they have mm-hmm. progressed so much. But I like mm-hmm. that you still have stuff because I think the last post I saw was like 2018, so that's four almost four years ago, and like the progress mm-hmm. and the the branding just in general, like of your style has like, it really has reeled itself into this like unique project. And I actually, I don't know if you know him personally, but I found another artist on Instagram. He goes by Poop Brain. Yes, Poop Brain is a boy, hell yeah. Yeah, I, when I saw his stuff, the first thing I thought was like, that reminds me similar to like cartoon advisory type stuff. And then I saw you guys followed each other and I was like, that's, fucking sick because like you guys both do kind of similar things but you both have your Mm -hmm. own style at the same time and I like you guys are the first that I've ever seen like really art like this like I know the NFT stuff kind of popped up this past year a lot more um Mm -hmm. yeah I mean Juan had a piece that was bought by Blau no big deal are you serious yeah (laughs) yeah so like it was was right when uh clubhouse was kind of popping off and it was like in the peak of clubhouse because it had a very short lived life in my opinion. Like it's still I think it's still popping off but I feel like Tiger and like 
weird rappers are on there. Like, yeah. there's, like, weird Travis in there, but it's not, I, I feel like it's not where it was, like, right at the end of the pandemic. Right. Um, but uh, one of, like, one of the nights, Blau had a, uh, a room where he was buying artwork from new newer artists, new artists. Um, like, he would just bring people up on stage. He'd have him chat about, like, you know, what you're doing, what you're goals are and whatnot like you would chat about a piece and then he, if you liked it you would scoop it up wow. um and my homegirl stage uh stage armstrong she's fucking badass she does, does everything she's like why rapper she's promoter hang on sage armstrong um, the fucking producer no 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 this is a homegirl phone she's out in colorado oh okay uh, i was like yeah. <laughs> no, she she hit me up and she was like, dude, so, you know, Blau's doing this room, whatever, you should hop in, blah, blah, blah. Uh, so I hopped in and I was like the last person that they let up on stage. Uh, and like the last person that was able to really like sell a piece, but I lucked out and, and he bought a piece that had been sitting there for uh, a little bit, you know what I mean? Which, mm-hmm. it, which was really fucking awesome. First of all, to like that. I was, I was glad to just kind of see that piece go to a really dope collector but uh it kind of it kind of started off a little trend as well because after that people started picking up a little bit on my name yeah um, sure. yeah yeah but after that yeah things have been going really well (laughs) that's wild and i got to meet him but that's like i don't know that's a whole different (laughs) ball game to have an artist like like even though you guys are in completely different realms of stuff to be like Hey, right. I want to learn about you and learn about this, and then to buy a piece like that's so cool to know yeah, that like he I, has I, that. I, I couldn't believe it, dude. Like I, I and like I, I've known about Blau. He was like one of like the first artists that I kind of like. Same. I, I just like got brought into because like we went out to Ultra and like the song, and I was like, oh yeah, Blau, whatever. You know what I mean? Um, like I, I don't really listen to a lot, a lot of his music anymore. Sorry, like, <laughs> yeah, like, he's kind of not. But, uh, like, it, it was just dope kind of seeing things come back in full circle that way. Because, uh, I, I don't know, like, he's, he's also a really good uh, head in the NFT game. You know what I mean? Like, he, he's been talking about crypto for a while now. He's been pumping, like, Bitcoin and Ethereum and oh, uh, other really big projects for, for a little bit now. So, it, 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 it was just dope being able to kind of get to connect with, uh, you know, a bigger name and then just kind of, yeah. You know, getting opportunities like that for sure. Well, and it's little wins like that that are that yeah. are gratifying where you're like, mm-hmm. I know I'm on the right mm-hmm. path now. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Exactly, bro. Exactly. It's very much like, I don't know. It's just confirmation that you, because, like, I don't know. We were talking about it before you hopped on the call of, like, Tim was like, you're a better DJ than you think you are. And it's like, oh, thanks. Like, a lot of times I think we don't. <laughs> Um, give ourselves as much credit because we are our own worst critic at all times. Um, I'm very OCD with my mixes. I'm very OCD with things like that. So when you just want something to be perfect, like in just what you envision, like it's easy to kind of get lost in that. And my creative side is very much tied to where I'm at emotionally. So like, I think for any creative, it's easy to get, like, stuck in ruts, um, like we kind of were talking about earlier. Is there, like, do you have anything that you do to kind of get yourself out of those ruts and help get back in the flow of that creative process? 
Uh, yeah, honestly, like, I, it, it's funny that you mentioned that, because, like, that's honestly one of the things that I've been kind of, I've, I've stopped trying to control that so much mm-hmm. yep. and just roll with it. You know what I mean? I'm Absolutely. feeling like shit, and you know what I mean? I'm, you know, we all go through our, our, our shit. Life, life is not easy. You know what I mean? We have yeah. our ups and our downs. Whenever the downs are really down, so I just, I just vibe them out, man. And I'm like, I, I honestly just can't. Like, I can't sit here and force myself to create anything. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I'll just go out and, you know, go out into nature, go out things that kind of feed my soul the way that I want my soul to, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Go out and play some video games for three days, or, you know what I mean? Come home and, you know, drink some beers and just go to sleep, watch some movies. Because, I mean, I, like, coming from a TV production background, too, um, cinematography is, is always something that has interested me a lot as well, and I've learned a lot from movies and things like that. Uh, so that, that's just kind of going back to like keeping yourself inspired, uh, yeah. even when, you know, even when you, you can't really create or you can't really feel inspired, like doing things that may spark up an idea is, I, in my opinion, is better than just sitting there and sleeping. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, if that's, what, if that's what's going to help you, if it's, you know, you have some very vivid dreams and, and you know what I mean? Like your dreams, you have lucid dreams, even like, if right. sleep is something that helps you, then, then by all means, go for it. I'm not saying sleep is a devil because God knows I, I love my sleep. Um, <laughs> right. Same. It, it just, yeah, just going back to, like, like what makes me happy, like, before anything and everything else. You know what I'm saying? Like, what can I do immediately to literally just make myself happy? You know what I'm saying? Because, like, yeah. it, it's, it's tough, you know what I mean? But it's definitely not impossible. Um, yeah. And you know, you're, you know yourself better than anybody else. So it's, you know, you, you, you know, you know, your, your triggers, you know, your, your, your happy triggers and whatnot as well. You know what, you know what you love sitting down and doing if you could just fuck off for the rest of your life. You know what I'm saying? Oh, and I think sure. going back to that too, uh, and just accepting that, you know what I mean? I feel like a lot of people have, I don't want to say a lot of people, but people have trouble kind of accepting those, those negative feelings mm-hmm. when we should really just like ride it out. You know what I mean? I it sounds kind of cliche. Oh my God. Oh, you know, I, it all the time. I'm in love with you, oh, you know, Get over it, you know, whatever. And yeah, you know, like, like that, that's a mentality that you should have in the back of your mind, you know what I mean? That's the kind of, this, is, this isn't this is going to last forever mm-hmm. mentality. But I, I feel like rushing that process and again, forcing it uh, does a lot more harm than, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's, and and it, it, the tricky part is too, though, is like, you know, sometimes what's draining us is, you know, a job or something, you know, something that yep. we can't really escape, yeah. um, which is, that, that's when things start to get really tricky because you're like, fuck, dude, I got to wake up tomorrow at six in the morning to go fucking wash dishes, like, mm-hmm. and then, you know, and you already know that the next three days are looking the same way. Yep. Um, you know, not to, not to shit on any dishwashers or anything, you know what I mean? <laughs> shout out dishwashers. Shout out dishwashers. Doing. <laughs> yeah, shout out dishwashers, dude. You're holding it down in the fucking kitchen. Um, the tagline's you know I mean? tag like, gonna be it, cartoon it, advisory hates dishwashers. <laughs> yeah, right. These controversy starts. <laughs> oh, God. That's fucking great. Um, but I, yeah, I, man, like it's 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 tricky, but I think you can always find ways to uh you know, find a little joys in life, you know what I'm saying? Like Absolutely. It's, it's tricky. But like, we, we all have to find Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I think even like exactly like things are just sitting down and just appreciating what you have currently even though even if you're lacking something 
um, yeah. just, just accepting and embracing that abundance mentality too. Like it, it, that goes such a long way, man. Like that's that's a huge mood changer automatically, man. Oh yeah, that's that's the game changer for me personally. I mean, oh, and I think like there's a lot of important stuff that you touched on as far as like just kind of feeling those negative feelings because you're not so we is we're not meant to like just push those things down and just kind of try and like not deal with it because that just causes more issues in the long run but i think even like because like you said earlier not forcing but like taking that time if you need to take a break you need to do other things like do that but coming back to like those small steps to continue creating and like choosing not to give up on things is like the biggest thing is that perseverance especially if you love something um whether it's are of any kind like it it can it can be hard to stay in those creative flows it's not like i don't know anybody that is at all times like in that mode that can just bust shit out so and i think a lot of that does really tie to mental states and there's this weird like there's a weird pressure as a creative to Mm -hmm. always be creating yep and i think like letting that go is hard for everybody. Like, it's hard for me. Mm-hmm. I agree. Well, especially yeah, when you're putting out, like, legitimate art, like, because the way you keep growing and, like, keep bringing more people in to look at your stuff is the more you post, more engagement you're going to get, that kind of thing. So it can be really hard when you're like, I just need to take a break. But I think it's important for artists of all kinds to just remember that like it's equally as important to take that time um, because that's where a lot of the ideas come from, that spark. A lot of that comes from actual, like, it's funny because we actually talked about this in an episode. It hasn't dropped yet, but we talked about balancing the divine feminine and the divine masculine. And the divine masculine is that energy of, like, getting stuff done, like the actual action, the the pushing, whereas the divine feminine, that's your rest and reset period where you're taking that time to really go inward, just kind of chill, and that's where those first seeds kind of start. So being able to honor those cycles and just being okay with them, it, it kind of it allows you to get back into your flow a lot quicker, I think. Yeah. No, and, and, and it, it sort of becomes your flow, you know what I mean? Right. Like it, it's kind of like you're refueling your, your tank with your car. Like you can't just always run, you know what I'm saying? And when your yep. car runs out of gas, like it, it's not going to work properly, you know what I'm saying? And you're going to do damage to the car by working on it, you know, what, what's driving it, what's why it's okay, you know what I mean? Like this thing so many things that like like our bodies are technically these, these crazy machines that yep. you know we can heal ourselves and do all this other crazy shit. But just because we're capable of of, of you know pushing ourselves to these extreme limits of you know going three four days without sleep and, and doing all this mm-hmm. crazy shit, staying up on you know doing a bunch of drugs to to, to keep up or, or yeah. drinking too much energy and just yep. here you know relying on anything but like a regular cycle of, of life is. is it's tricky, you know what I mean? Because I don't want to say like I, I mean I'm I, I drink energy drinks like crazy, you know what I'm saying? I'm it's bad with my better, caffeine. <laughs> a lot better than what I used to do, but uh, you know what I mean? Coffee and shit too. Like it, it's, it's definitely 
you know, you can find your balance with everything. Like, uh-huh. I don't, I don't, want, I don't want to say like be completely sober either, because that's right. Um, I mean, if that's what you do, you know, I'm not gonna push drugs on anybody because that's fucked up. But, um, right. I mean, just just accept too that like you are human. You know what I'm saying? Like, once yep. you kind of let go of this idea that you have to be perfect all the time, and yeah, like you have to constantly be creating, or you have to constantly be putting out work. Um, sharing stuff even because you could um I've found like with with these last couple of pieces I found that it's been really peaceful not like I'll share kind of like work in progress is like right when I start something but then I just kinda of let the process run through without does, feeling yeah. the need to, well, to really communicate it until like you know what I mean? I'm like, okay, like this is something that I'm really happy with. Um Your works in progress also, are crazier than like completed pieces I've seen. <laughs> <laughs> that's why anytime you like dude, share dude. one i retweet and i'm just like motherfucking cartoon advisory every time dude like if, you, if y'all ever see any work in progress it's true that like y'all are you know what I'm saying like this like i i don't want to say this, like this can't go out to everybody you know what I'm saying? This is, like that's some circle fan shit but if y'all ever see any work in progress is that like y'all are like yo this is fucking gnarly like let me know and i'll Hook up with a friend, bro. You're saying it won't be anything ginormous, but we'll hook it up with like a little something, you know what I mean? Oh, you're the sweetest one. I love that. Yeah, bro. It's sharing love, man. And then once I'm a famous artist and I'm selling pieces for millions of dollars, y'all can sell that and buy yourself a house or something, you know what I'm saying? Literally. Literally. I just think everybody should know who ca- Cartoon Advisory is. Yeah, dude. Everybody. Like, I am so going to promote the fuck out of all of it because I just, like, <laughs> it's such, like, I I can't even put it into words. So everybody listening, again, you need to go look on his Instagram. He has a website, which I will uh, put links to for everything as well so it's easy for people to find you. Um, but no, like, seeing that Juan is a dope artist and then getting to know him over the last, I want to say like almost a year now. Yeah. And finding out he's like a dope fucking person too is like the best thing ever. Yeah. I like supporting dope people that do dope things that are just genuinely like good people. And even just the way you talk about like art and the process and just like other things, like you can very much tell that it's something that you love. And I think that's what people like, end up lacking or forgetting or why a lot of people quit doing any sort of artistic endeavors because they lose that sense of love for what they're doing because there's all these other pressures that come with it. It's, I'm sure, easy to kind of, like, get burnt out and lose that light, if you will. And, I mean, something like I'll kind of plug in there, too, like, following along with this is, like, like, I don't only do 3D stuff or NFT stuff, you know what I mean? I think that's what's also important about being, like, an independent artist is, like, finding, you know, I don't want to say as many different ways because you don't want to spread yourself out too thin. Right. uh, But finding different ways of, one, like, producing cash because, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's, like, I hate to, I hate to say it, but it's, it's kind of important to, to keep that in mind. Right. Um, it's yeah, something that I've kind of been living over the past, like, year or two years. Yeah, you got bills, um, man. Exactly. And you got to eat, bro. Like, you got to, and, and if you want to not work, you know, fucking washing dishes, but you want to have time to work on your art, like, you kind of have to find, you know, different yeah. ways that will keep you constantly doing stuff that is creative and stuff that you enjoy doing. But uh, you're not just stuck doing the same thing over and over again. Because that, that'll go pretty daunting and whatnot, that too, even if you have sanity. a schedule. Yep. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. 
I couldn't imagine that. Well, and, like, I think there's a lot to be said about, like, um, kind of finding multiple things with, because my dad, I mean, he's a tattoo artist, but he also does fabrication. He builds shit. Mm -hmm. He can do amazing spray paint portraits. Like, he, I'll have to send you a video of the uh, podcasting studio because I think you would be like, holy shit, because, like, he built the entire um the entire shop that we're in all of the podcasting stuff like and that's what keeps him going I just think like artists mm -hmm. have a very specific type of brain at least my dad does where he has to find new things because he's always creating mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. so finding stuff that challenges him is like something that he yeah. absolutely loves yeah. Because, like, it's not necessarily about, like, the, the completion of the public project. You know what I mean? Like, I love that you mentioned that. Because, like, a lot of the times, like, I'll learn stuff just because, like, I, I'll enjoy learning it. And then I won't even really use it in any other projects or anything like that, which is kind of lame. But I totally get that. Yeah. Like, you, yep. like keeping yourself stimulated also. Yeah. Not just kind of running on a treadmill over and over again. It's also super important. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Absolutely. I, um, I what other questions do I have for you, sir? Do you have <laughs> questions for him? Juan, I love you <laughs> so much. I love you, dude. You're awesome, bro. I appreciate <laughs> it like so so much, man. Like I, I know I babble on at times, but like I, no. I love getting to talk with other people. No, I love getting to tell my story a little bit. Like it, it I can be so self centered, but like you know what I mean? Like it's, no. it's always self getting to contact. Dude, the first so, like ten minutes. The, t the first 10 minutes alone of having you on were worth it. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, and a lot of times, oh, bye. Bye, one. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, on that note, bye. Just kidding. I think something accidentally happened. I'll see if he calls back or if um, I should call him back. Yo. I'm glad that th this worked out, though, and that he was able to still. That. What if his phone died? Maybe his phone died. Let's try. I've had people, like, hang up on me before and not realize, and they, like, kept talking. That happens on Messenger. Please leave your message uh, for oh, four zero. He ghosted us, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Middle of the sentence, and it's like, Literally. bye. <laughs> but no, I, there's so much that he said that I agree with, because there is something Absolutely. to be said about somebody who is stuck in a rut and can mm -hmm. actually sit with that. Mm -hmm. Like, I forgot who fucking said it. I think it was, like, Richard Rohr or some... Richard Rohr? That's a name. That is a name. That is, a that is like, a powerful name. Yeah. Jeremy Rohr. Yeah, he's a Franciscan friar. He's dope. Oh, word. But it was either him or, like, some other smart dude that was, like, pain doesn't know what to say when you invite it in and say yes to it. I love and, that. And allowing yourself to sit with that gives you your power back. Absolutely. And it's uncomfortable as fuck. But it is like uncomfortable. you're going to be a lot better off doing that. He, he was like, give me a call again. Hung up on accident trying to decline another one. <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay. Shit happens. Oh. <laughs> yep. 
My bad. <laughs> you were big chill. I was like, oh, and he's gone. He ghosted us. <laughs> You're just like, I said what I needed to say. Now I'm done. Like, <laughs> Goodbye. Mic drop. But no, I was just saying I um I enjoy the amount of information that you give and like your thought process and like talking as much as you do because I know sometimes people when they come on the podcast like kind of get stuck. A lot of people get nervous, which I understand because there's even times when me is the like interviewer for lack of a better term, like like just now. I was like, so what other questions do we have for you? Because it's just, I just like learning about people like... I like knowing like their backgrounds, like because I think like our upbringings and unfortunately, I hate to say this, but our traumas and like things like that, they really shape the people that we turn into. And so, um, and everybody that I have ever known to be like an artist in the way you are, like to have that, like those ideas in your head, like you've like. I'm sure you've had quite an interesting life. Uh, at least that's what I would get out of your art. Like, um, so like, did you, cause you're out in Florida, right? Yeah. I'm not, well, I'm not in Gainesville now, but I was out in Orlando for, for pretty much like my whole childhood. Word. What is that like? So I, well, like, I'll just get a little personal here. Cause I, I mean, I, I it is a little weird saying, like my whole story, but I think it's, it's also important because it's something that has helped me. You know, sharing it and talking about it is something that helped me kind of accept it and, and, and kind of move on with it, I guess. Yeah. Um, but my mom had me when she was really young. She was like 18, 17. Uh, and she had my brother uh, like two years after that. Um, my dad, like my real dad, is kind of a bum, unfortunately. Like he's never, he's, he's not really here. Uh, he's still in Colombia. Like he, he, I think he's living at in my like my grandma's house. So like he's kind of a weird dude. Um, which whatever you know, like, yeah, he is weird. Yeah. Uh, so my mom came to Miami uh, when I was like four or five, um, just to kind of like figure shit out out here a little bit better, like learn English and find a job and shit out here. Okay. Um, and I lived with my grandparents for for a short time, uh, but they worked a lot too. So. They uh, we had a housekeeper, like a nanny sort of thing that lived with us, and she uh, she like raised me when I was like seven for like a whole year, like wow. right before I came out here. Um, and then literally like the reason why all of that stopped is because you know we moved out to Miami with my mom because she found my stepdad and they they got together, they got married and whatnot. Uh, they had my little brother, um, and it's weird just because the, the the transition was so drastic and things changed so much oh, sure. I didn't really have time to process anything up until I was like 21 like I, I told my ex-girlfriend about it and she kind of like had a weird reaction and told my mom about it and she had a weird reaction and I was like oh shit maybe that's maybe that's something that he's kind of fucked up <laughs> you know what I mean like I never really, I always like thought it like I thought about it I guess but I never mm-hmm. really like put it as, like, I never put myself as a victim in, in, in a weird way, you know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, well, I mean, I don't have to deal with it anymore. Like, I don't have to deal with, you know, my abuser anymore. So it doesn't, you know, justice, like, I don't think justice ever really got served. Like, I mean, I'm I'm here now, and I, God knows where she is, you know what I'm saying? So it doesn't, you know, whatever. Um, wow. But, when I think uh, a lot of us growing don't... up, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I was just going to say, I think a lot of us, when we're going through something traumatic, we don't necessarily understand that it's traumatic at the time. Until years yeah. Until later. you're, like, talking to somebody and they're like, hey. You trauma that's... dump, and then they're like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah, that seemed kind of fucked up, dude. You good? And you're like, huh. <laughs> Oh, I didn't realize that was that bad, actually. That's a really common thing, actually. Dude, I just, yeah. I just, like, went through that with somebody where I'm explaining my past, and they're like, huh. You good? And I'm like, well, yeah, like I've processed it now, but like when I was right. in it, it didn't seem like horrible. Yeah, it's weird how that works. Right, and then like it, it, like it didn't affect like everyday life that much. Right. You're saying that like, you went through all of that, like it was very like so like amount of time, but it was still I would still go on about going to school. I would have my friends. I would eat dinner, breakfast, yeah. you know, shower every day. Like, it wasn't. Right, like there wasn't anything that was like, you know, I wasn't getting, you know, violently hurt or anything like that. You know what I mean? Like I wasn't coming home with bruises or, so it was, it was just kind of like, I, like I don't want to say it was innocent, but it was kind of very benign in a weird way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, then the transition from you know Columbia to uh, Miami was was really fun because uh, it was during the summer. So we go on the beach and shit a lot. We have like there's a ton of shit to do for kids in Miami, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, and then started school in Orlando. Uh, and then I just kind of had to like assimilate. I mean, I kind of had to like merge into the crowd because um, I mean, there's no other option here. Anything just kind of dad spot or I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that was just kind of uh, super fun. Like I like I, I kind of learned that I'm that kind of, I'm kind of a shy human being, but once I like uh, you know, get to know people and open up to people. Like, I'm right. much more open. More extroverted. You know. Right, right, right. It's kind of strange. Um, but, yeah, I mean, my, my parents have always been super cool about everything. You know what I mean? I've, I've always kind of been able to, uh, I don't say do whatever I want, but like, um, you know, parties and did whatever in high school. And, and yeah, I, I want to say that it's the right way because I never went to jail. Like, I got arrested one time uh, but this was like during college. Uh, and it was because we were at a party that a dude threw, like, he rented a big ass Airbnb. And, like, I'm talking like this is fucking, they had like a basketball court inside the fucking house. It was, it was fucking cool. Uh, and I had, like, I, I was just starting to get into like projection mapping and DJing. So, like, uh, my buddy, he was friends with the dude that rented the house. So he was like, oh, dude, my boy's got a projector. He'll come out and fucking set it up in the shed. Like, we'll be fucking cool, blah, 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 blah. So we got into the party for free, and we got a room and shit. And uh, we got there way too early. So we started getting, you know, we started getting turned. Right. And uh, I want to say, like, two, three hours into the party, the owner of the house, because I'm guessing she had cameras in the house, she showed up to the party, oh, no. and she was expecting a family gathering is what this guy said. Oh. <laughs> and it was obviously not a very familiar gathering going on. Oh, no. uh, so this lady proceeded to key. See, there's cars like all parked down the street. And she just went down the line, just oh, like 15, 16 cars. The cops came, and a bunch of us ran. Uh, but I was the only one that they were able to catch because I was super trashed. <laughs> Oh, um, no. So they sent me, yeah, dude, like, they sent me in, and, like, all my homies were, like, walking back, like, they saw me, like, handcuffed, like, sitting there in front of the house. It was, like, the most, like, it was the saddest moment uh, of my life. I was, like, what does my life come to? <laughs> um, Damn. 
but then I mean I didn't even really get arrested. Like I was in a holding cell for like a day and then got bonded out for like a hundred dollars. You know what I mean? There's something right. that's pretty good. Um but that kind of taught me my lesson. I was like, Yeah, fuck going to jail. Like that's just not yeah. <laughs> that's just not worth it, bro. That's not the vibe. Yeah, jail sucks, dude. Not the vibe. Nah, I but uh, after that, kind of, no, no, dude. Oh, I mean, I would kind of have to, cause, like, I'd have to hang out with like, all the Colombian people. Like, that <laughs> Word. The Colombian cholo. <laughs> Word. That's. Well, yeah, I just picture true. you walking in there and being like, "Como?" <laughs> <laughs> I have to shave my head and shit. Like, it'd be, it'd be weird, bro. I can't picture I you. I can't picture you not having hair. I know. I was gonna say you have long hair. From what it looked like on Instagram. Oh yeah, no, I, I've been growing my hair out for like I'm, I don't even know how long now. Dude. We were talking about it with quick shout out, Boy Nasumina. He's a fucking gangster up in Colorado. We were talking about that uh, not too long ago. It's like, what if we like, like, have you ever thought about shaving your head? He's like, I probably have like a weird, like, strange shaped shit under my. Head. <laughs> like, saying, like, when your fingers like in water for too long and like <laughs> pull it out, fucking and, wrinkly. <laughs> yeah, pruny and shit. Like, dude, I did not even want to know. I was like, yeah, probably right. See, and knowing what you do about Photoshop, realistically, you could Photoshop a haircut onto yourself. Just saying. That would be. I, like, I might do that just for like shits and giggles and ball myself up. <laughs> do it for April Fools. Yeah. Shaved my head. <laughs> That's fucking funny. Well, and like. I love that you were willing to kind of, because I didn't want to pry, but, like, I do very much like knowing about people's backgrounds or, like, their experiences. So I appreciate you feeling, like, safe enough in this virtual space, essentially, to share all of that. Because um, I think, like, I don't know, all of the people that I meet that are just doing really cool things and are really good people, they've all gone through some shit, but they don't... They don't wear it on their sleeve. Um, it's something mm-hmm. that normally you kind of have to dig or, like, know them for a while to really know about. But um, mm-hmm. I think that speaks a lot to the people that have gone through trauma and, like, just validation that it's normal for things to not really come up until years later. Um, it's really easy, especially when you're younger when stuff happens. It's easy for – your brain's trying to protect you. So it's – putting up that wall and that barrier um, to keep you safe. And that's why eventually when we get older and we have like an understanding of different things, that wall kind of gets broken down. And that's when you're like, oh, wow, I went through some shit. That that was kind of hurtful now that I think about it. Yeah. And like I've started over the years to really hate the phrase of like, your traumas made you stronger because especially when you're a child, when things happen to you, like that didn't have to happen. But I do right. think there's something to be said about the way we end up dealing with that trauma. It's, it, that's what says a lot about us. Like, so to be. And, li- and it, yeah, that's oh, no, you're good. Go ahead. And it, it's unfortunate. You know I mean? But I think that the people that it connected with also kind of open up this, this very. Uh, you know, like the opposite of, of, of our trauma. You know what I mean? Right. Like when we open up and we choose to kind of allow others in, we kind of notice that other people are, are, are you know, I guess like receptive and, and yep. they're caring and they love to uh, kind of nurture you back into 
like whatever normality is, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Like that support is is a hundred and fifty percent there for anybody that's struggling, you know what I mean? It's it's, yeah. it's tough and it's, it's definitely not uh it's not always easy and you know, it, it's it's probably one of the toughest things to do is just ask for help. But yeah. um it's 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 fucking worth it, man. It's it's definitely worth it. Absolutely. Well and I love because, I mean, uh, before we got on the phone with you, we were kind of talking about Tim's bipolar and things like that. And I just I love like having a male perspective on of people that um, deal with things or have been through things like advocating for speaking up and asking for help. Because that's so, so hard for men to do. Like and I that's been like this reoccurring theme lately i don't know what it is but like the wounded masculine is like such a thing you guys carry around a lot of like guilt and shame and there's this pressure of being like a man and like men don't cry there's no crying in baseball type of bullshit yep, it's all it's barbecue grills and nikes <laughs> and so i i just i i really love like having people like you and tim on that are kind of okay with being vulnerable and being like hey like ask for help like everybody like there's not a single person on this planet that hasn't gone through something um and to some people it may be worse than others and you know it just depends um but using that healing process and being open like it opens up facets of yourself that you probably wouldn't have ever thought were possible like letting go and even like speaking about things also holds like this crazy power that you don't really notice and you don't really like you know can't really explain it until you've really gone through it. I mean, I still, you know, I'm not saying like I'm completely off the cliff. Like there's definitely things that um, you know I still sort of thought about whatever. Like, I got yeah. it, but uh, you know the things that I definitely have you know chosen to kind of let go. Uh, and sort of, you know, uh, accept about myself, accept about my past. Mm -hmm. uh, they just, yeah, and they just kind of show me that, like, you know, people go through shit just like everybody else. Mm -hmm. I mean, not to compare anything, but you know what I mean? Like, everyone, everyone's there, to, everyone's there to get a person, but, you know, people are there, man. Like, it's not, you're not here by yourself going through shit, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Oh, and while we were figuring out what was going on with your phone, I forget if it was Richard Rohr or somebody smart like that, but somebody had said something along the lines of pain doesn't know what you do or it doesn't know what to do when you let it in and say yes to it. And doing that gives you your power back. Absolutely. Just to be like you know what, I am feeling these feelings, and they fucking suck, and yeah. that's okay for now. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, and I think, like, I had a therapist on, um, and her episode will be out by the time that this gets launched, um, but after talking with her, it really made me kind of feel less mentally ill, if you will. It made me feel validated and just being a human going through human experiences yeah, um and i think a lot of us um could kind of use that perspective like switch because i think we 
mental health is such a big thing and like trying to dive into that and like as an individual make sure your mental health is good it's easy to kind of be like well fuck like what if I have this or what if I have this because I feel this way and I feel this way but I think um, one of the biggest things that I'm going to start doing more is like validating just my feelings because feelings are normal. They're natural and it is okay to, especially when it comes to trauma and like dealing with that healing, like it's okay to feel the way you feel, but you don't have to hold on to it. And you talked about that, like the letting go and the surrendering and just acceptance of, where you've been and what you've gone through, but knowing that you have the choice of cultivating a better future, like that's really when we become our most powerful selves. And it's not easy to always stay in that space um, because things are always happening. But I think the more that we can kind of address our traumas and let them go in healthy ways and work through them in those healthy ways, it'll get easier if something happens in the future, right? Not saying, like, any traumatic thing that happens is easy, um, but knowing how to deal with it and kind of roll through things is so important. Yeah, I literally have to, like, have conversations with myself when I, like, Mm -hmm. feel like drinking or anything like that. Like, I have to tell myself, brain, I see what you're doing. (laughs) Thank you for trying to keep me safe. Yep. But maybe we shouldn't do that. Maybe let's not. Let's try to not. We know ways to handle what we're feeling right now that aren't going to end up negatively. Absolutely. Exactly. Absolutely. Healthy cope. I don't know what the fuck I was going to say. I keep, like, seizing out over here. It's fine. My pregnancy brain is, like, not with it. But healthy coping skills, for sure. And I think, like, any type of art is such a good outlet. Like, even for people that aren't necessarily artistic in the way that you are, just finding ways to let out that creative side is, like, even just journaling. I don't even give a shit. Like, writing. Dude, I, like, I played on my buddy's drum set for an hour just because it fucking felt good. Yep. Release those endorphins. Instruments, bro. Like music yep. is, is is such a gnarly way of like letting out like expression physically. Because like not only can you hear it, but you can also feel it, and you're moving, and you're, you're different parts of your body are moving. Yep. And like, yeah, dude, dude, that's why yeah. like dancing feels fucking good because like it's not about being on. Yeah, it's not about being on beat and you're putting your hands up because this is a hands up song. Like it, it just feels good <laughs> to feels stretch. Right. Yeah, to just do it, which that was why I got so heavily into the EDM scene when I discovered it and started raving so much because that's what it was for me. It was that safe space and that outlet where I could just go and be on that level with everybody of listening to this amazing music and being able to dance and do whatever I wanted and nobody was going to look at me any differently from it. But, like, even the science behind music, like, there's a reason why people utilize binaural beats and things like that and they're listening to certain like hertz or whatever that is the like 137 hz sounds like do like specific like they each do specific types of healing for your brain Mm um yeah and for ourselves and shit too right yeah absolutely and so 
Um, I think having those healthy outlets. Do you have like any other hobbies outside of your art stuff? Uh, yeah, yeah, I played guitar uh, ever since I was like 12, 13. Wow. Um, it's crazy because like, we used to be in a band with my um, best friend, with Travi, and uh, our neighbors, uh, the Baker Twins. Um, and we actually like got shit done for being fucking 13 years old, dude. Like, we had, uh, like, our school was really small. We, we went to a small charter school, so middle school. Uh, right. but they would have, like, you know, dances and shit, and, like, uh, they had, like, a fall festival where people would go to schools and shit. Um, and we got to play, like, a couple of the dances, and we got to play one of the festivals, like, one of the fall festivals and shit. So, like, That's so cool. Like, yeah, being able to kind of dig back and, like, kind of see that performer, like, the performer, uh, you know, mindset has always been alive. Like, it's, it's, it's really dope, you know what I mean? Because, like, I never thought that doing any of that would kind of help me out to where I'm at now, but... Right. I mean, I, I really don't know how it has, you know what I mean? But I think, like, just learning music is kind of helps me out with DJing just because, like, I know tempos and I know how to stay on beat and I kind of... I, I don't know... I, I can... Like, being able to kind of count your your, your, your music and count on beats and whatnot kind of helps sure. you predict what's going to happen next or what's going to happen soon. So that, you know, kind of being able to go back to that is, is just a little weird little gem that, you know, just from fucking around, from having fun. There's literally, like, nothing beyond us going into uh, my boy, my neighbor's room, because he, he had his drum set in there, and mm-hmm. he was plugging all our amps, and it sounded like shit, because we obviously <laughs> didn't know anything about acoustics. <laughs> you know, it's just that. a bunch of noise. Um, but his pants were fucking really cool about it, doing whatever we wanted in his room, man. And we kind of tried to soundproof it, but it was, it was, it was very loud. <laughs> and, uh, but, uh, yeah, man, like, it's, it's, like music is definitely, like, uh, an escape for sure. Um, I mean, traveling, like, whenever I can is always super fun. Like, when I was up in Colorado for my birthday, I was up there for, like, four or five days. Um, like, pretty much, like, every single day I would wake up and just walk around Colorado, downtown, like, Denver and shit, and visit a bunch of museums and just kind of explore the city. Like, I find that that always, like, helps me clear my mind and just kind of, let my thoughts kind of process themselves in a, in a joke way, you know what I mean? Kind of For sure. Kind of and, yeah, and your homies with right, the, right, right. And your homies with like the waveform people. Yeah, those are boys, dude. Yep. Those, those are like if any Colorado cats listening, like definitely go check out the uh, their install over at uh, the Outdoor Museum. Uh, I think it's gonna be there until late December or January if I'm not mistaken, but um, those boys are fucking awesome. Also, like, I'll, I'll plug this in there too, man. Like, one of the cats, uh, his wife, unfortunately, got into a, a really crazy uh, scooter accident. You know what I mean? Very, very dumb and very silly accident that turned into something that's much worse. Uh, his name is Sam Morris, or her name is Kristen Morris. Uh, if you look up, I think Kristen Morris goes on me, uh, or on Facebook, even, you should be able to find. Um, the link for it, uh, there's, there's a bunch of people out in Colorado, but she's a big part of the team out there. Um, but any little bit would help. She's in the hospital. Uh, she, she's just, like her brain, I think like something was swollen up in the brain. Like she, she hit her head like in a very silly way and it just turned into something that, you know, ended up being a lot worse. Um, but the GoFundMe is doing really well, which is really fucking awesome to see, uh, yeah. the support of 
that, you know, this community all brings together and all kind of, you know, form as a team. Um, but definitely plugging it up out there as well yeah. to, you know, keep, keep that going. Um, Chris Morris, Pam Morris, those are fucking homies. Shout out Waveform, shout out Pat. These are the boys, fucking brothers. I'll have to, um, I'll, uh, today I'll actually look up her GoFundMe and get that posted and start Mm -hmm. kind of promoting that since this episode is Mm -hmm. coming out a little bit later, but even when the episode comes out, um, I'll link that GoFundMe. That's, head injuries are scary, man. My uncle has a traumatic brain injury from an accident that he got into and it's, uh, people think that they are invincible, not talking about her, but like, for example, like people who just like to fight just to fight, like, just be careful because one wrong, slightly too hard hit to just the right spot and you will kill somebody or yeah. you will cause something right. that is detrimental. Um, right. It's really you scary. Your eyes, you lose your hearing, you do like head injuries and you know joke bro because like the craziest part like, i hate to spread her business but like they were riding around denver and she she fell and she kind of like hit her head i think on the handlebars um but she got up and she was fine mm. um you know what i mean because she, she was you know coherent and whatnot and they yeah. went and got to where they needed to go and that's when you noticed things were really strange and um yeah i mean she's doing a lot better now as well Good. Um, i'm not entirely sure what the progress is i have to check up with sam right um but uh, she is doing a lot better. She's getting a ton of support as well, which is really awesome, like I said. But uh, yeah, man, like sharing it Good. would definitely help a ton. You know what I mean? Because I know that she's definitely got um, like a long way to recover. And there's a lot of like, yeah. Crazy. Well, and I think that's what like. I think that's what a lot of folks don't realize about, especially the visual art community. Is like all the motherfuckers are connected, and most of you are like homies. Okay. In in the same way that, like, a lot of the DJs are homies, a lot of the promoters are friends, managers, agents. Like, it's all, we're all part of, like, a bigger community. Yep. And it all flows into each other in different ways. It's it's really cool to see. And I've never talked to anybody that um, is in that kind of realm of things so that's why it's been so cool having you on and being able to connect with you especially since i'm obviously just a fangirl of your art like that's like (laughs) you know that's like the whole reason i started following like the nft artists because i noticed everybody just has so much fucking love for each other and it was so like nice to see a wholesome community yeah it was like outside of the artwork in my fucking twitter feed looking incredible all the time like yeah like the wholesome post, just like, oh, my heart. I love you that. You cute people. I love all of you. Well, and because I don't feel like, this is my personal opinion, but I don't feel like the local DJs out here, like you'll have pockets of them that are super good friends, but like as a community, I don't feel like we have a super, super strong local, but I'm also a baby DJ. I'm just barely getting into things. No, you're kind of right. So like, I, I don't feel like it's... Like, to see, like, and hear about a community outside of ours that is so tight-knit, like, it's it's really cool to see, and I think we could take a page out of that book um, on our end of things, like, 110%. So, um, I would love to have you back on another time. We can absolutely have you back and talk about literally whatever. Um, I will make sure that um, I plug that GoFundMe. I'm going to share that today as well. But 
Um, you guys listening, make sure that you are following Cartoon Advisory. You can find him on Instagram and Twitter. Are you on Facebook as well? Uh, yeah, yeah. So I, I kind of looked out with the name. It's like the weird one where it's just all that cartoon advisory for all the cultures. And my website and stuff too. Word. Yeah, so I'll make sure I put links in the description so you guys can go follow Juan cartoon advisory he does have a website as well where you can see his whole portfolio at cartoonadvisory.com oh Um, shit before we hop off here you're doing visuals for dmvu and that's like a big fucking deal dog (laughs) yeah that shows me fucking wild dude it ended up working out really well yesterday because uh, I'll plug in some more homies. Uh, the homegirl Shelby DJ Cobra, uh, who's a badass fucking female DJ, she's, she's fucking Love awesome. Love that. Um, yeah, Shelby's works. Yeah, dope. No, she's been rushing. Dude. I just, I had to like make it like you know, a female DJ. She just, she's a fucking DJ, but she's she's badass. It's so crazy. We stand female um, artists over here for sure. Yeah, um, she was uh, out here in town yesterday for the show, uh, and then we had another homie from Tennessee, I believe, and his friend. Uh, he goes by Choreograph. Uh, he does a bunch of Mandible stuff, and he's another. He's kind of getting into the DJ scene himself. Uh, he happened to just be in town because his sister is out here, or his aunt, or like one of his family members is out here. He's picking up a band. Okay. Uh, so he, he hit me up uh, a couple of days ago, and I was like, you know, we were kind of chatting. And I was like, hey, man, well, you know, if you're ever in town, like, let me know. We can try to set you up for a show or if you're trying to drive down or whatever. He's like, well, I'm going to be in town, you know, yesterday, blah, blah, blah. So we set him and Shelby up yesterday. Um, and I think we're going to go, like, me and Shelby are going to go back to next night, which is going to be really fun. So, yeah, I'm excited, yeah. man. That's gonna yeah, be and quick shout out, too. Shout out, Grow Up for literally, like, being fucking amazing. Like, they're literally the reason why I'm up here in Gainesville in the first place. It's been, like, uh, we started working at out in Orlando, but uh, my living situation out there got kind of whack, mm-hmm. kind of weird. So I had to move out here. I was kind of, like, fucking uh, couch hopping. Uh, hit them up, and they're looking up with some roommates, and kind of, like, taking me up with the place where we're and shit up here. So shout out, girl. Shout out, shout out, Danny. Shout out, Andrew. Shout out, Ricky. All them boys are fucking shout out camp. Shout out, you know what I'm saying? Shout out, grow up. You're fucking dope. Shout out to Juan. Yeah, shout out Juan Cartoon Advisory. Big ups <laughs> to you, my guy. I've loved getting to know more about you and just I'm so excited to see what you end up doing for the artwork for this episode. I am so excited. Yeah. So yeah. I will make sure. Guys, oh, go ahead. You guys have a name or anything on me now. Yeah, absolutely. I definitely mm-hmm. want to purchase some stuff from you. Like, um, and hopefully, I hope a lot of people listening to the podcast go check your stuff out. And I hope that helps. Yeah, he's um, open for commission, guys. Yeah, like, and you guys, like, you don't understand. Go, go follow him. Go look at, and there's they'll be very, able to see the artwork for the episode. There's a very good so. reason why I recommend him so highly because yeah. he's fucking wild. Yeah. There's a reason why I'm geeking out, you guys. So <laughs> definitely make sure you follow him, check him out, show him so much love, and I I will make sure I have all of his information tagged. 
Um, before we go, is there any last parting words that you have for us, Juan? Um, I mean, yeah, if you, you just like you, hung you, up. You, yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be epic. No, dude, Luna and Ken, you guys are fucking beautiful and you guys are amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you a million times for like sitting here and chatting with me for a while, man. Like, this was so much fun. Uh, I'm yeah, really looking this. forward to the episode once it's out. Um, I'll definitely um, shoot me over a link to your YouTube and whatnot or wherever you're putting the. Okay. The podcast out, and like I'll, I'll definitely like share all the episodes and shit, and like stay on top of it. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, dude, I'm, I, I'm I'm looking forward to you know next time we chat because yes. I I'm, I like I love this. Dude. This is so much fun. I'm sure that like we'll be able to come up with some crazy topics and shit to talk about like that. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm well, really I would, looking forward. To I would love to have like you stuff. and Peen Poon on. Yeah, dude, that'd be sick. Being like another DJ zombie, that'd be dope. Yeah, yeah, I'm all about. Or that. you can just like other 3D cats or anything. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I'm about it. I love all you people. <laughs> you guys are great. Uh, Word. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to do this today. I know it was a crazy day for you. I will definitely send you over those links, and I will keep you updated on when this episode is coming out. Um, thank you again. I like, I can't say thank you enough. Um, and we will absolutely be in touch. Yeah. Perfect. All right, Juan, you have a great rest of your day. Big love. Big, love big, you. big love, guys. <laughs> Thanks. Bye. Love you guys. Take care. I just accidentally, I think, hung up on him. <laughs> I didn't mean to, I thought he, but then he, he said take care, like right when I hung up. What a cute little bean. I love him. I adore him. Yeah. I can't, like, I like him a lot. Yeah. He's really dope. Now do you see why I fuck with him? Absolutely. Well, and to anybody who doesn't know, like, I had never, like, directly talked with Juan before this. I just knew of him because of Tim. Um, And, like, the second he showed me his art, I was just like, bro, this guy is insanely talented. So, yeah, please, please, please go show him all of the love. He absolutely deserves it. You guys are looking for commission pieces, any of the artists out there that are looking for album artwork, mix out artwork, visuals, like Fucking he's doing DMVU show. Like, like that's crazy. He did all of my cover photos and like an Instagram post and it was like relatively affordable. Yeah. Well, because he seems to me the kind of person that's like, obviously I, I want to be paid and recognized for my work, but I'm not. That was weird. Dung. <laughs> um, the ghosts are back. <laughs> Um, but he like wants people to still be able to purchase his work and stuff. So. Yeah. Um, but that's also important because like when you have too high of a price point, obviously get your fucking bag. Yeah. You are absolutely sure. worth your money for sure. And at the same time, if it's not obtainable for 90% of people, it's hard. Yeah, I agree. 110%. Well, on that note, you guys, this, as always with Tim, is a long episode, but we got two guests in one for this, so I hope you guys enjoyed it. Two um, guests, one podcast. <laughs> oh, my God. On that note, make sure you guys are following Tim at Vertex and follow Cartoon Advisory. I will have those linked below. Thank you guys so much for watching. If you're enjoying the show and you listen through Apple Podcasts, make sure you leave a review. Um, 
do whatever, however many stars you think we are worth. And then if you would leave a review, I really love kind of getting on and seeing those. And it kind of helps me know how you guys are liking it. And also shout out to uh, Canada and Australia. We've got some listeners out there. We have have listeners in other countries as well, but it's only like a couple in each. But like if you're in a different country, fucking leave a review and let me know where you're from. I think it's so cool that there's people outside of Utah. But do it specifically in your language. Dude, I won't be able to guess that shit. (laughs) (laughs) Imagine it's just like Canadian. (laughs) Right. A. Well, on that note, you guys, thank you again so much. I'm not going to make you guys listen to Tim's nostril breathing. So remember, stay safe, stay beautiful, and remember, fuck you, Tim. There is always (laughs) another day. 